Well, Grant and I were, or Janet and I were just talking about Jess McDermott, and uh, and uh, I was able to catch him here as he's leaving uh, Bike Works. So, Jeff, the story I was telling Janet was that when I did my first Ironman, I don't know if you remember this, but 1981 or 1982, and I, I thought it was a, a sunburn, you know, too much sun and a rash, and it turned out to be a jellyfish, right? But that was like, what, 81, 20, 25, 30 years ago, it first was. Ironman, but... That it was the first one was eighty one. Yeah, and there were two of them that year, I think, or went into February the next year because we did both of them. And uh, I talk about you all the time and all your efforts and you and Grant, you know, cutting trails for Path People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii. So I like to say as many nice things as I can about Path. But you, you've been involved for so many years. You're the president this year, so and the Safety Lane Run will be coming up pretty soon. The Saturday before Ironman. Okay. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay, so that would be on the 11th. That would be October 4th. It would. Okay, so talk a little bit about PATH. Tell our, our people that don't know about it, and many people do. We've been around for many, many years. Um, again, people's advocacy for Trails Hawaii, safety classes in the schools. I took the adult safety class, so it's not limited to just young people. We all need to learn the rules of the road. Yes, but actually I joined the PATH organization for the off-road element. I'm a primarily a mountain biker, and we needed help building trails. You cannot get grants for, you cannot apply for grants to get money to buy off-road tools, and they're expensive, unless you are part of an organization like a bicycle club, which there are none of here in Kona, so I chose PATH. PATH was the only organization that had the ability to provide this. I joined PATH to become the chairman of the Off-Road trail off Trails Committee. Then I got made president, and I've stuck with it because it, this has worked out for both of us. I'm able to get volunteers through PATH to build trails. We were only able to get a memorandum of understanding from the State Department of Forestry and Wildlife to build trails because of PATH's goal and PATH's efforts in the community. And they gave us their blessing to do this. In the forest preserve that is up off Coloco Drive, so it's worked out, and once a quarter we have a trail building day, and we cut trails or else we do maintenance on the established trails. And it's really been wonderful. There are, there are beautiful trails up off Coloco Drive that a lot of folks don't know about. That's been my primary impetus with the path. That was the primary reason I joined I remember when you first started cutting through that trail. I mean, I was amazed at what you have done up there. I think it started with just you and Grant, didn't it? Just it's a couple people? Myself, Grant, and Greg Luck, who has now moved back to Colorado. And we had hand tools, yeah. little small hand rakes, small pruners and loppers, and uh, small shovels. That was all we had at first. Now we go in there with 40-volt chainsaws, 40-volt hedge trimmers, 40-volt weed whackers, and we're able to do better. Now, we were only able to get this expensive equipment, which can be put on a, lashed onto a backpack and ridden into the trails, which is what we need. We were only able to do this because of PATH. Initially, PATH got us grants, and then um, Janet Miller is now going to be helping us with buying some more additional tools. And uh, it's just been wonderful. Well, you know, and that isn't just for bikers. It's turned out to be a great place for people to walk their dogs and everything. I mean, it's become a multi-activity path, the ones that you've cut through. 
PATH got some students to do a study to track who are the trail users. And easily, 90% of the trail users are hikers and folks with their dogs. Yeah. And then there are a, there's a small percentage of mountain bikers, and then there's only a few horse folks that use it. And were, did you do the Wailua Path, too? Were you guys no, involved I in that? No, I didn't okay. do that. That happened before I joined okay. PATH. But every year I participate in the maintenance cleanup of the Walua Trail. I bring the chainsaw and I cut back overgrowth of the Haulikoa trees that are encroaching on from the side. So the, the maintaining of these trails is just as intensive as, as cutting, cutting, creating them. They, they Trust me, this is hard, hard work. I know, and I've seen... Hard work. The trails in the woods are always steep. And it's like, and they're slippery because it's usually wet in there and you're always slipping off roots. It's really funny. It's a... You go home aching everywhere. Well, you mentioned you being an off-road biker. I'm not a road biker. I've always been a mountain biker. And I think that's Grant's influence. When he first opened up, I got my first mountain bike from Grant. Even though I had done the Ironman, it was like, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> you know. So uh, I've taken a lot of... That's a bit extreme to do all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just like the, the whole feeling of being on a mountain bike and up on the trails by myself. And I know the guys ride up, Jeff and all of them ride a lot of the trails up in Waikoloa. And I've tried to ride some of those myself, but need to keep working at it. But it, it's such a wonderful feeling. That's what I always try to tell everybody. Not everybody has to be out there and be on a road bike. Maybe you like just wearing your old T-shirt and your old shorts and your old shoes and hopping on a mountain bike, which is what I love to do. And well, talk a little bit about that, the different ways that people can enjoy being on a bicycle. Well, the reason I turned to mountain biking was I wanted to get away from the congestion on the roads. I was a road biker from the late 70s all through the 80s. And after Nick Roth got killed in around a little bit before 1990, about eight other cyclists had been killed over the previous 10 years. And I decided to get off the roads. It was too scary. So I do commute around town, but I pick slow-moving roads. And, um, but I mainly want to get up into the woods. I like mountain biking because the, the forest is beautiful. It's nature at its best. And it has, a, it has a healing effect on the soul. So every Sunday, me and my buddies get up in there, and we have fun. We don't tear up anything. We're cautious, and it, it clears out the mind clutter for me for the whole next week. So up in Coloco, is that where you usually go, up in that area? We went area? to Coloco this morning. We went to Kalopa State Park over above Honoka last Sunday. But most of our riding is in the trails up in Coloco, yes. And I have a feeling it's fairly intense riding. I know Jeff Manzo and Rich Bell and all the guys that go up, uh, up on uh, Waikoloa. I mean, I've, just, I've, I've run those trails, and I'm like, God, these guys ride their bikes up here? So it, but it, it's such, such fun. It, whatever level you're at, you can go out and ride at, out at Otec on your mountain bike, you know, ride those real light trails, the sandy trails. There's all different ways that you can ride. That's true, and we wish there were more beginner trails to get people into the sport, but it's, unfortunately, the nature of our forests is they are lava forests, and they're rocky, rooty, very technically difficult to ride, and so there aren't that many of us that do ride. But for even beginners, for those of you that, you know, haven't thought of it, even if you go out, at, out to Otak or the Nokohananiki Park, those are, you know, they're, they have a little bit of sandy spots, but asphalt, but you just get used to the whole sense of riding your bike along the beach, you know, not being on the highway. So I really encourage people, and if you stop in at Bike Works, any of the Bike Works store, they have uh, trail routes, or you go to their uh, websites, they have trails that you can ride, so they really, they want to encourage everybody at every level. 
Yes, and PATH's other commitment is trying to make the roads safer for pedestrians and, and bicyclists who commute. I have commuted around town on my bicycle to work and for errands to the store since the early 80s. And it was very scary at first, and now more and more bike trails are being put in and more generous shoulders, and it's become a lot safer. So if you know a good route to go, if you pick safe routes, it's fairly safe to do it. I know it can be intimidating for a lot of people in the beginning to be that close to traffic, but for me, it's a lifestyle that uh, I will never quit. It is a lifestyle. When I lived down in Kailua Kona, I rode my bike everywhere. I went for my grocery shopping, my post office. I live in Waikoloa Village now. It's not quite as easy, and, and yet there's a whole lot of advocacy going on to create it as being more of a, a bicycling town, the Friday night rides. And, but, uh, yeah, you're right. You have, to pick, you have to find a route that works for you and a time of day that works for you. But I think those are all part of inherent and figuring out what level. It's like not going out and trying to play golf in the, the, the heart of the day when everybody's out there and you're a new golfer. But whatever sport it is, find the way that it can fit your lifestyle. Well, Jeff McDermott, it can, you know, just thanks on behalf of a community member for all the efforts you make to create those trails out there for those of us that love mountain biking and for the future of the mountain biking community. Well, thanks for a chance to explain what PATH is all about and uh, to get the word out about PATH. Well, I talk about PATH a lot. Tina Collier is the, the executive director now. Laura Derenfield did such a wonderful job for so many years. And, uh, of course, her parents are very involved, too. And everybody, you know, you can go to PATH, People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii. I always talk about it. Sign up for their newsletter. It's a free newsletter. If you become a member, you help their organization because, in a way, you're a voice for them. The more people they have that sign up... It's free, or you can give a donation, either way, but the more voices that are out there and on their mailing list and in their in their list of people that are supporters or PATH, the, the greater advocacy they can be for all of us out here trying to do cycling. And, and they aren't just about cycling. They're about skateboarding. They're about people ro rollerblading, all kinds of uh, non-motorized commuting. Yes, it's anybody who uses the roads in the town. We're trying to make them safer for everybody, even for joggers and pedestrians. Now, the website is pathhawaii.org, and we're trying to build our membership. It really is important to get our membership up. We are talking with legislators almost daily. Tina Clothier is, and Tina's doing a fantastic job. But the bigger the influence we have from the community, the more community members we have, the more clout we will carry with legislators. Let me give you an example. Someday they're going to repave Kuikini Highway from the parts they've done in town that are very nice. They're going to pave it further south to the, uh, um, the intersection there at uh, Hillside and Walua Road. I'm sorry, they're going to repave it all the way up to where it joins back into Queen Ka'amanu Highway. We want them to put a generous bike lane on either side of that. That's going to cost money. If we don't have the influence, they'll skimp and they won't do it. Right now, if I ride my bike up there to where I live, there are guardrails that pinch the shoulder down to one foot, and repaving has been done that only goes halfway across that one foot with a two-inch drop-off. Imagine trying to ride that with traffic. It's scary. It's not safe. There have been a lot of auto accidents up there, too. So we're the only organization 
trying to get safer roads. And that's why we want people to join PATH. So whether you're a biker or not, you can be an advocate of helping them uh, get grants and, and get the support from the legislatures. The other half of our show this week is going to be with uh, someone from Detroit. I talk about it every week. Detroit's become a real bicycling town. The slow roll events that have two to 3,000 people every Monday night. Uh, the money that's been raised with the activities they do to create good bike lanes on the main thoroughfares in Detroit. They've really progressed rapidly, and a lot of that is just because of the numbers of people who have become the voice and, and advocating more bike lanes. So same thing here. Whether you're a biker or not, if you just want to see more safe highways for your neighbors and the community at large, get at uh, pathway.org, sign up for the newsletter, and that in itself, it's always nice if you can give a donation. If you can't, at least sign up for the newsletter because you become one of the, one of the members on their, on their roll. This is true. We'd really appreciate having your help from the com support from the community. That's the only thing that's going to give us more power to get these things pushed through. Well, Jeff, you know what? We'll have to get together and do a more regular update. I'm usually talking about PATH, but it's always nice to get it right, right from you. And Laura used to always do a lot of updates with me. I need to get with Tina a little more, but certainly um, stay in touch with you, get, get more updates. That would be great. Okay. Thank, thank you very much for the opportunity. This is Jeff McDevitt, the, the president of PATH Hawaii, pathhawaii.org, and uh, longtime, uh, gosh, what a contributor to all the multi-sport activities, not just as an athlete, but as a doctor. In fact, that's what he was doing today. He was kind of helping somebody out because they had had a little accident. So, um, Jeff, really appreciate it. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. You get the past uh, shows at ESPNHawaii.com under lineup or the iTunes free iPod, and we will stay in touch with Jeff and give you more information on the safety lane run. Put that on your calendar. That's a great run for beginning runners. Make it a family walk, whatever you do, but the funds that are raised will go towards all the needs that Jeff has talked about today. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Thanks, Emily. Yeah.